Hello everybody, the Magic Penguin here with the Book Telling Podcast, the podcast where I read a book to you. This first episode will be on Ironhearted Violet by Kelly Barnhill. And before we start, just a disclaimer, my pronunciation might be a little bit off, or would probably be a little bit off, and I do not own any of the material. So let's get started. The end of my world began with the story. It also began with a birth. Princess Violet, last of that name, indeed the last princess at all to be born in the Undulan realms, was not a pretty child. When she was born, her hair grew in tufted clumps around her pink and yellow head, and her mouth puckered to the side whenever anyone peeked into her cradle. Her gaze was sharp, intelligent, and intense, leaving the visitor with the uncanny feeling that the royal infant was sizing him up, assessing his worth, and finding him wanting. She was the type of child whom a person wanted to impress. Interesting, yes. Intelligent, most certainly, but not a pretty child. When she was five days old, her round face broke out in a rash that lasted for weeks. When she was twelve weeks old, the last of her feathery black hair drifted away, leaving her hair leaving her skull, sorry, quite bold, with a lopsided sheen. Her hair grew back much later as a coarse, crinkly auburn mass, resistant to braids and ribbons and almost impossible to comb. When she was one year old, it became clear that her left eye was visibly larger than her right. Not only that, it was a different color too. While the right eye was as blue as the western ocean in the earliest morning, the left was gray, like the smoke offered to the dying sky each evening by the magicians of the eastern wall. Her nose pugged, her forehead was too tall, and even when she was just a baby, her skin was freckled and blotched, and no number of milk baths or lemon rubs could unmark her. People were murked about her lack of beauty, but it couldn't be helped. She was a princess all the same, our princess, and we loved her. On the morning in which Infant Violet was officially presented to her waiting and helpful people, it was dark, windy, and bitter cold. Even in the great hall, where there were abundant fires and bodies to cheer us, our breath clouded around our mouths and hung like ghosts before whispering away. The king and queen ended quietly, without announcement or trumpets or pomp, and stood before us. The shivering crowd grew silent. In the months following Violet's birth, both mother and child recuperated in, the sec- in seclusion. As the birth itself had been treacherous and terrifying, and we very nearly lost both of them to the clar- careless shrug of chance. The queen wore a red wool gown under a heavy green cloak. She gazed over the, the great hall and smiled. She was, without a doubt, a beautiful queen. Black hair, black eyes, skin as luminous as amber, amber, and a narrow gap between her straight white teeth, which we all knew was a sign of an open and honest heart. My, my beloved, she said. Her voice was weak from her long months in bed, and we hung on to it desperately, every breathing soul among us. The snow has drifted upon the northern wall of the castle, despite our best efforts, the the bitter wind probes its fingers into the cracks, scratching at the hearts of the best and bravest among us. We nodded. It had been a miserable winter, the most miserable in memory, and heartbreakingly long. We were well past the month in which the ice should have begun to recede and the world to thaw. People came and drove to the castle seeking warmth, food, and shelter. As was the custom of our kingdom, none was ever turned away, and as a result, we all contented ourselves with less. Rest assured, my beloved people, that though the cold has crossed in ice, though the winds will still blow bitterly without mercy, here in the darkest winter, a violet blooms in the snow. And with that, she undid the top clasp of her heavy cloak and, was allowed it, and allowed it to fall to the ground. Underneath, a tiny creature was bound to her body with a measure of silk and series of skillful knots. We saw the downy tufts of hair on the 
head of the princess in those large, mismatched, intelligent eyes, Princess Violet. As I said, not a particularly wonder- pretty child, but a wonderful child, who, despite the multitudes present in the room, fixed her eyes on me, and those tiny, li- and on those tiny lips, a flicker of a smile. I hope you enjoy today's episode of uh, the Book Telling Podcast with me, the Magic Penguin. Come back next time. Bye.